0: Hello, you're very welcome to another episode of Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Lorcan Doherty, and this week we're talking about flowers. Spring has sprung, the sun is shining, the birds are in fine voice, and Catalonia is in bloom. Nowhere more so than the historic city of Girona, which this time of year is transformed into a riot of colour and life for the Temps de Flaws Flower Festival. Gerard folk has been along to see it Hi Gerard
1: Hi, just with the description I want to go there You want to go back
0: again? (laughs) Well we'll be hearing all about it very shortly And we're also joined this week by Angus Cleland Hi Angus Hello, hello And you've been chatting to the Catalan Florists Association So you can let us know everything that you've learned I will indeed A little bit later on Let's start with this then Jard. literally the time of flowers, I suppose. Yeah, exactly.
1: And Girona, a city in northern Catalonia, blooms with flowers and different arrangements that they have been preparing for months. And it lasts nine days, including two weekends. This year it started on the 7th of May and it will finish on the 15th of May, so nine days in total. And a lot of people go. And Girona is really close to Barcelona, so... Obviously, it's, it's we, a great opportunity to go.
0: Okay, it's, well, I think forty minutes if you get the high-speed train. Yes, yeah, well. indeed. So That's amazing for <laughs> our for our Barcelona-based uh, listeners. Girona, famous for flowers, then and right. Also for <laughs> Game knows. of
1: Thrones. Well, not everyone. Some people didn't like Game of Thrones. Well, I've never
0: actually seen it, but I know. I still know that something from Game of Thrones was recorded in Girona. Yeah,
1: like the vast majority of one of the seasons, which I don't remember which one now, but right. and I was in one of those places. So watching some flowers. So you'll get to listen later. Right,
0: okay, okay. So tell us a little bit about the history of the festival, Gerard.
1: So they are celebrating this year the 67th edition in 2022, but they have been doing of Floss for over 67 years because uh, they told me that some of the years they didn't do it. And it all started with a group of women that wanted to organize a flower competition back in the years. And it started in a small room in the city hall in Girona, and then obviously it started and it went to be a
0: bigger space
1: and well, finally... it
0: takes over the kind of the whole city. And
1: now finally, yes, someone had the idea to do the flower arrangements in emblematic spaces of the city, for example, the cathedral stairs, Arab baths, different places, and qu- quite nice.
0: And the old quarter. I mean, Girona is a very historic town as well. You've got the old town and and yeah, all these all these uh, kind of iconic. Places which kind of get taken over, as we're going to hear. Is it still a competition now? No,
1: it's not a competition anymore. They are there just for the willingness of taking part of the flower festival, and it's all volunteers. Okay. There are, in fact,
2: over 1,000 volunteers. Well, you've
0: been looking at a few stats.
2: Yeah, indeed. Like, that's one of the things that strikes me about it is the size. I mean, 1,000 volunteers making up 1% of the entire population of Girona, and more than that, in terms of visitors, like over 200,000 visitors in, tw- in 2021, which is more than double Girona's population as well.
0: Right, right, right. Okay. And that was, well... And that wasn't, was during was, Yeah, it wasn't quite in the, the, the worst months of the pandemic, but it was still, obviously, yeah. there were still restrictions on, mm-hmm. on Yeah, and
1: last year they only did the outdoor part of the mm-hmm. flower festival, so... And this
0: year they were able then to open up again some of the indoor spaces. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, and Gerard... You went along this week and there was a particular theme this year as well.
1: Yeah, in fact, designers wanted to show that normality is back and they were doing a call of hope with several designs. We could see a lot of nature as well. Climate change was also a key factor during the exhibition or the flower festival. And yeah, it's more back to normality again.
0: Okay, well, let's take a listen.
1: I arrived in Girona on a warm spring morning and first caught up with Gloria Plana, the councillor for economic development.
2: She told me that
1: last year, because of the pandemic, the city council organized four different routes to see the flower displays around the city. They kept the idea for this year, but not everyone found the map easy to navigate. I feel I'm like wandering around the streets in Girona here. I could say I'm a little bit lost.
3: Uh, well, we're visiting from a place called... Um...
1: I eventually stumbled across some English oh. tourists.
3: Well, not many flowers.
0: You're more
3: colour? Yeah, more colour, more flowers. I think the children's display is excellent. Well, my name is Marjorie and I think the same as Leslie. Um, beautiful town, we love the town and we loved the children's exhibition, really interesting but we're finding the map a little bit difficult to follow, Um, and also we just felt on the entry, we really expected um, a bigger spectacle of flowers. But the displays that there are are lovely, Um, and of course the heat makes them wilt a little bit, doesn't it?
1: It wasn't only the flowers wilting in the 24 degree heat. You you want more water here? (laughs) For the flowers or for for yourself?
3: No, not flowers, just wine for her.
1: Queues are also part of Thames Floss and some people have been waiting for up to 30 minutes under the sun just to enter the Arab Bath, which I'm currently in. The Arab Bath is one of the most interesting flower arrangements this year because last year, because of the COVID pandemic, it was closed so they only did an outdoor event. This year, indoors flower arrangements are already back. Annie and Rebecca from Australia had a tactic to avoid the queues.
3: Ah, we came during lunchtime as well. We know, we know the tricks. And how's it so far? We love it, absolutely love it. Gerona is beautiful, I think, any time of year, but this is very, very special. It's stunning, superb, absolutely exceeds my expectations. We have flower displays in Australia, but not art. I think it's how the floral artists use the city the buildings they use what's here already and work with it and the size the size of them
1: just walking around the streets of girona you end up in front of one of the most iconic places in the city the cathedral which started building in the 11th century and has a height of up to 34 meters it's set on top of a set of stairs and obviously during times of loss everything becomes even more beautiful because they just place a big flower arrangement and this year's is green and purple and it has up to
3: 2,500 plants just for the stairs.
1: It's incalculable the number of flowers on display, Monsegali tells me. She's from the wonderfully named Association of Friends of Flowers and Gardens. We have to wait for final orders to arrive to know how many have been used. It's no joke, she says, pointing to the steps of the cathedral. Despite Thames of Floss having flowers in its name, it's not only about them. It's also about climate change. We are in the cloister of the cathedral with dozens of people, all of them, walking around the cloister and watching some flowers, purple, yellow... But the most important part is in the center of the cloister where the cloister well has been as if it has been destroyed and we can see smoke coming out and they want to represent how climate change is affecting the planet. During the festival, many normally private spaces in Girona's old town open their doors to the public. I'm currently inside a Jewish house in Barri Bay, in the city center of Girona, and I just stepped out into the patio that they have, which they have decorated with several flowers. There is even like uh, David's uh, star here with white flowers, as well as like some swans, like placed here in the patio and people are just enjoying it. more than flowers is is discovering Girona. And after spending a whole day looking at flowers, you might find yourself wondering, who decides what goes
3: where? Well, there
1: is a committee, Monse tells me. Some of the designs are made with a particular place in the city in mind. As for the rest, they simply look for the best spot.
0: thanks to everyone who spoke to us in Girona, not everyone was overly impressed. Marjorie uh-huh. and Leslie, yeah, there weren't were like, enough
1: flowers? No, there were not enough flowers. <laughs> well, surprisingly, I was when they told me that, I was like, mm, okay, yeah, <laughs> you come from England, probably you have flowers on all your gardens and everything.
0: Maybe it's the expectation management that needs to be worked on, you know, because I guess they're, they're, they're little displays and stuff, aren't they? But they're dotted all around the city. Yeah,
1: exactly, there are, like over hundred flower arrangements. Yeah, so yeah.
0: and you describe some of them are actually quite big too on, the, exactly. on the, at the cathedral and things like that. At
1: least I saw some flowers. Yeah. I don't know. Probably they had a different route.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, okay. The famous the roots, the four routes. Uh, I think if I went I would just like wander around. It sounded like the map was a little bit hard to follow. And <laughs> yeah, stuff, so. it
1: took me a while to like s- I, I even walked several times through the same street yeah. saying, I've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> there are, like that's everything in Girona. <laughs>
0: Well, not everyone who visits Girona for Temps de Flos is maybe as underwhelmed as Marjorie and Leslie were. Uh, in fact, one of the reasons we decided to do this particular podcast was because an American listener got in touch with us back in November, suggesting we do so. Jane lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She visited Temps de Floss back in 2013 and says she'll never forget it.
3: The Temps de Floss was like no other flower festival I've ever been to. We've all seen flower shows of lovely arrangements in vases placed on tables. Temp de takes flowers to a whole other level. Hundreds of folding chairs with one pot of yellow daisies on each seat, scattered across a ravine. Thousands of blooms cascading down the steps of a cathedral. Whimsical vines twining around the eyeglasses in an optician's office. Not only does the creativity abound, but everyone, small shops, restaurants, offices, banks, schools, and individual family balconies participates. Walking around the city immerses you in a celebration of color, imagination, and whimsy. Temp de Flos is not only a time of the flowers, but an expression of love of community and the beautiful city of Girona.
0: Beautiful words there from Jane in Pittsburgh. Thank you so much, Jane, for getting in touch and sending us that. Angus, I feel like I've been ignoring you a bit just because you didn't get to go to Girona, but this week you've been chatting to the president of the Catalan Florists Association.
2: Yeah, I had a chat with Joan Guilien, like you said, the president, about the current state of the florist industry in Catalonia. So we talked about the typical flowers you get in Catalonia, what flowers people sell, and etc. etc. Okay, well, tell us. Yeah, I mean, he said that, you know, because obviously Catalonia having a Mediterranean climate, Catalonia used to grow lots of roses and carnations but now less so and they focus more now on outdoor plants. Um, I also asked him whereabouts in Castellano all these flowers and plants are being grown. He told me that they're grown mainly in the coastal areas and in and around Yehda in the countryside. Okay, and in terms of things that sell well did you talk about that yeah he stressed the uh, he stressed that the rose was the queen of the flowers right. because right. of course with, with celebrations like San Jordi and Valentine's Day it's naturally and being a symbol of love yeah. it's naturally the most popular flower out there
0: well we're not we're only a few weeks after San Jordi yeah. where there's absolutely roses everywhere and even like just walking along the street and stuff you, you know you can see in people's balconies or like mm. you know <laughs> exactly. not that I'm looking in windows but I did spot <laughs> a few like sure. roses just lying around and stuff yeah. you know they're, it's, they're it's really nice
2: it's really beautiful he said it's a shame, though, that nowadays the roses that we use for things like San Giorgio and Valentine's Day tend to be imported from right. the Netherlands or from Central America instead of grown here in Catalonia. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And I suppose Joan, uh, like everyone in Jonah, was delighted to see Tempest of Coming back in kind of full force this year.
2: Mm, yeah, you talked to me about the impact that the pandemic has had on the on the floral industry, and naturally, it's had a pretty negative impact overall, especially because of these big events like the de Flores and San Jordi being scaled down. Let's say so. For example, he said that in 2020, 700 thousand roses were sold for San Jordi, which sounds like a lot, but Compare that to normally when it's six to seven million. Yeah, it's it's, it's really not very much at all. Exactly. Um, And also the other fact that the pandemic has had is that people are buying online instead of going into florist shops. But Mm -hmm. he, he said that, you know, it's coming back. You know, it's... The effects of the pandemic seem to be waning and people going back into flower shops and one thing he said that which i found very interesting was a positive which was a positive impact to the pandemic was the fact that with the lockdowns people were spending a lot more time at home and one thing that made people want is they wanted to make their homes a more pleasant place to be if you mm-hmm. know if you're going to be spending Looking 24 at the hours four walls exactly the spending 24 hours a day there um and so a lot of people took to buying flowers mm-hmm. and maintaining their flowers just to you know Brighten up, the, brighten up the house a little bit. Yeah, I think in general
0: here, you know, when you walk along the streets, I think like all the little balconies, because people, mm. you know, most people live in apartment blocks and there's, no, there's not a lot of gardens and things, but every little balcony will be, have got little flower pots and stuff and, you know, the markets are always full of flowers and stuff as well, especially this time of year. It's, it's uh, very colourful. It's blooming. Gerard, Temps de Floss is the big festival, it's fair to say, but it's not the only one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Catalonia has several... Uh, flower related festivals with San Jordi probably is like one of the most known because of the roses. But We've got
0: a podcast about that if you exactly. haven't heard it. <laughs> Books are a big deal too.
1: Uh, but also there are like places such in Sitges we, where we also have a podcast about that. <laughs> um, we're in Sitges in the seaside town of Sitges uh, south of Barcelona. They do a Corpus. It's a religious ceremony mm-hmm. and in fact Corpus is celebrated across several places in Catalonia. And they it goes for ten days more or less from in mid June, and they do flower carpets. Uh, the population residents also take part in this event, and they design. Carpets made with flowers.
0: Well, it's interesting that the community gets involved in that. Mm-hmm. And, and the same in Girona. It's very much a community-driven mm-hmm. affair, and you then, know?
1: And then there are other events across Catalonia. For example, in also Seaside Town in the northern area in Costa Brava, Palafroje, where they do Flossy Violas. Just a weekend, ends of April weekend, where they have music, activities, and obviously... Flower displays.
0: Okay, yeah. that's the end of April. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to check that one out next year then.
2: Exactly. We are late for that one. Joan Guillén also mentioned to me about the other big days, in aside from Catalan festivals, the other big days for florists in Catalonia, he pointed out Mother's Day being one, actually, because people want to want to give gifts to their Which mothers. Which is different
0: from back home, uh, you know, careful, you know, because sometimes you get, I look at my phone, it's like, it's Mother's Day, oh no, it's, it's, it works differently yeah. here. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Um, also- first, som- first Sunday of May. First here. Sunday of May here, yeah. Whereas in, it's different, even, even the UK and the USA, it's different, I think. Um, also All Saints on the 1st of November. That's mm-hmm. A big one as well.
0: Big festival here. We've got the Castagnara and all That's that, right. and then people yeah, well, leave I'll flowers exactly. on, the, on, the, on people's graves.
2: Mm-hmm. And also the uh, the secondary day of love in Castellonia, Valentine's Day, yeah, because it's obviously San Jordi's number one. So. Of course, of course. And hope it remains at yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I mean, if you can't make it to any of these flower festivals or, you know, we're still, I don't know when the next big florist day is, I would say just go for a walk in the park or out in the country. I recently moved house and we're now just on the edge of Colcerola, which is the big natural park, you know, that overlooks <laughs> Barcelona and It's a perfect time of year to just get out and explore the hills. And like the wildflowers are genuinely stunning. Like, obviously, I've been paying a bit more attention now this week because I knew <laughs> we were doing this podcast. But it's like there's like poppies and thistles and gorse and uh, and, and the smells as well. Fennel had to look up what these plants were, but like it's you know, you
1: were, you were doing your homework yeah. outside of work. Yeah.
0: Jasmine, eucalyptus <laughs> trees. Well, they're not flowers, but anyway. Um, so they yeah, s- they smell good, they smell good. So
2: I, lo- I love going kind for of a walk in that, pond, that yeah,
0: part. Yeah, I mean, just you know, uh, get out get out and explore, folks. Time now for our Catalan phrase. I presume it's about flowers, yeah, or I hope it's about flowers.
1: You wanted one about flowers? Okay, yeah, it's not tot some flos y violas.
0: Not tot son flos y violas, which is not everything is flowers and... Violas. Violas, like the, the instrument? instrument. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it means
1: not everything is as nice as it seems.
0: Ah, right, okay. Well, a bit like... Not um, everything's little, rosy in the garden or something which is also flower related. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Say that. Not tot some flowers and violas. That's it for today's episode. If you've got any suggestions about topics you'd like us to talk about, get in touch like Jane did about temps Flaws. Uh, the email address is filling the sink at acn.cat or you can try some social media too. Thanks very much for listening, thanks to everyone who spoke to us this week and thanks to the two of you, Gerard and Angus
1: You're welcome Thank you
0: We're back again next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty and all of us here at Catalan News Bye for now, Adeu.